It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Hey, let's roll. It's the first Thursday of November. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. It is Sports by the Book. Alex White alongside me. Oh, look who stumbled into the studio. Some guy, Vinny Maliulo, stumbled. was here. <laughs> Sprinting in here. Sprinting. Like a colt, ready for Breeders' Cup. <laughs> Breeders' Cup special coming your way two hours from now, right. by the way. Five o'clock Pacific. Uh, Ralph Sirocco heading the team that will be uh, hosting right. that show right here in this studio at five o'clock. Dwayne Colucci, John Lindo. I think Steve Bike is going to be on as well. Be good. Yeah, it'll be, be a good show. Yeah. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll try to cram. Uh, Cram my horse racing knowledge into just watching that show, basically. So right Me here too. in the green room, which uh, doubles as our the, the blackjack table, the uh, green twenty-one room, yes. table. So yes. Uh, yes, take notes. Those guys will give you good information. There's the book behind us, of course. Uh, our backs, uh, getting you ready to go here on a Thursday. We've reached November, mm -hmm. which is scary in its own right. We've reached week nine of the NFL, so Man. almost. Halfway done with the regular season. And Vinny, uh, baseball is done. Congratulations to Texas Rangers backers. Yeah. You get there with relative ease, all things considered, in this World Series. Once Corey Seager hit that homer in game one off the of seawall, you kind of had a feeling that it was going to be a short series. And it was, in the end, with the Rangers winning 5 nothing in game five to win their first title in franchise history. They, uh, they did. Uh, I don't think a lot of folks didn't think that the Rangers were going to take the next four but uh they did actually so um and again congrats to them you remember the rangers where they uh who they were before so this is one of these yeah, washington the, before your time the washington center that's right i knew that that's right you know one of their one of their managers was ted williams ted williams was a manager of the washington centers he could not believe that nobody could hit <laughs> Ted Williams well, <laughs> yelling well, at them for, for they were oh there were there were two iterations of of the senators, right? There was the senators that turned into the Rangers, and didn't weren't the Twins the senators also? The no, Minnesota Twins, nineteen sixty five. Am I wrong were in on the that? World Series against the Dodgers. They were. I don't know. No, the senators were. No, the, the senators were still in in Washington. And uh, when, when there the were twins two, were, they were the, the, the Twins. There the, were two different variations, right? Or am I or am I crazy here? That's. Yeah, that's, that might even be before my time. I, 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 I think I'm. <laughs> might I think, be before Jimmy's time. I think I'm wrong on this one. Vinny. Yeah, I think I, I, I don't think, think so. No, the Twins. I think yeah, uh, yeah we're in an expansion. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I'm wrong yeah. there. But regardless, anyway, uh, it's a good season. Uh, you know, and uh, World Series uh, futures are up uh, for next year. Now, so I would imagine Texas winning perfectly fine result. There was yeah, really, it was good. It yeah. was it was a good result. I mean, again, it was a, a good action. Again, you know, Chris put up a lot of good props. People like the props. They. Um, gravitated towards them, the multiple options to bet, first inning, yes or no, uh, run line, uh, adjusted series prices, the exacta that came in, uh, you know, like I want to say Rangers over the deep, it was like 80 to one going into the playoffs. It was good. So it was a good result, good action and, uh, and good result. And a good game five yesterday. I did enjoy that game with uh, ah. Zach Allen going five or six innings with no hits and then the Diamondbacks, man, they just left so many players on base through that short period mm -hmm. of time. So, yeah, I like that defensive battle that we saw yesterday and not going straight to a bullpen game. You mm -hmm. know, seeing the starters really go as long as they could. But Bruce Bochy, he got it done again. 
best manager of the last 30 years at this point. He's awesome. Uh, I, I At this point, him and Torrey, the only ones who've won four mm-hmm. in the last 30 years. Torrey, he was doing with an all-time great team. Bochy's now done it where he has had probably, this was probably the best of the four world championship teams, maybe 2012 Ooh. San Francisco. I was going to say that, yeah. 2012 yeah. San Francisco is the yeah. one that I think you have an argument for, but 2014 San Francisco was not that good of a team. It was just Madison Bumgarner's arm and clutch hitting throughout that postseason. And in 2010, he well, kind of looked up and was like, wait a second, how is this team in a World Series before they well, beat Texas? Yeah, that? and I think the difference, too, is that, you know, don't forget, they they lose to Grom right, right at the beginning of the season. Yep. So uh, I think that John, pitching yep. overall, especially on paper, back in 12, and, and as a result, probably strong. But, but what they did... Uh, again, uh, to to adjust and to be resilient. Again, we talked about it going into the playoffs. The fact of the matter is, they were they had they had a three game lead with about a week to go in, in the division, and they wound up losing the division and becoming a wild card team. And everybody kind of left them for dead. And and look what they did. By so, the way, Chris Andrews is backing up my story. The first first version of the Washington Senators turned into the Twins. The second Which, version of the Washington Senators turned into the Texas Rangers. They didn't go to. I don't think there was a lapse in Washington. I though. think they had, they just gave them a second they, team right away. Right away. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. So, there we go. I, I, I didn't think I was crazy. <laughs> well, uh, nobody. Listen, you're, you know, if you were in my chair, you'd be crazy. I yeah. Mean, that's well, what. That's right. what. That's I, why I we're. If, that's why we do what we in, do. In all honesty, I think if any of us are on this side, other than Alex, at least the two of us, Vinny, we're both. We're both. We need some nuts. sanity. Yes, hundred percent. Uh, that's where. That's why Ryan and Jerry and uh, and Sean are back there that's for right. a little bit of sanity uh, as well. All right, tonight NFL. Let's go there. Sean Steelers in action tonight. Also, Frank Nicotero Steelers. Frank will join us at the end of the show here today. Uh, Pittsburgh, three-point favorites, mm-hmm. 37 a total. Uh, Vinny, I'll just ask you with this. With, with what we saw from Will Levis on Sunday, which was by any measure significantly better than we thought it would be in his first true NFL appearance, mm-hmm. um, going up against Kenny Pickett, who is right now, how healthy can Kenny Pickett be? After that rib injury, he had to leave the game with on Sunday against Jacksonville. Yeah, well, I think both of these guys, right, uh, are well. Levis is going to get a different defense too, right? uh, particularly with uh, Cam Hayward coming back. Now, I think Mika Fitzpatrick is still out for the game, but uh, to your point, Jeff, yeah, he's not a hundred percent Kenny Pickett. Um, you know, we got we have a toggler here, buddy, taking three and laying two and a half. Well, with with the with the Steelers, so. Um, you know, two two way action, uh, but at uh, the most critical number, Alex. The play for me was the Titans' first half, mostly because I didn't want to make Chris mad, but also because of how Pittsburgh has played in their first half. The last four games, they have scored um, a total of nine points in mm-hmm. the first half. So I'm looking at the Titans. Keep it close. I do think it's going to be a low scoring game. So it's kind of a coin flip, right? Who's going to be ahead? at that first half. So I took a plus 120 here, and obviously I do expect a drop-off for Levis, but if he can uh, find mm-hmm. uh, Hopkins at least one time, I think we'll be in a good spot. Well, yeah, what did he find him last time? Well, uh, last Four week, three. Times. Oh, uh, three times, three times right? Yep. He had the, uh, the hat trick. But, yeah, no, listen, again, film is a great equalizer as well. Um, and so, uh, you know, credit Levis. Uh, I, th- I think, again, uh, it, it's, a, it's a good match. I always like when the Steelers are playing, there's always a little – Added bounce to it and uh, an uptick to uh, to the action. 
I cross this game off immediately from a traditional sense. Uh, some books out there offering anytime touchdown a Derrick Henry plus money, which you just don't see that very often. Kind of hard to pass. What are a passing team now? Yeah, oh, yes, they're throwing. <laughs> Clearly, yes. right? The throw first Tennessee Titans, exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but, I, but this is, you know, this is a game in the AFC that, and again, we, we're in November. We can start talking playoff picture a little bit. I, I, you can start talking and now that we're basically making the, re, the halfway point for everybody. Pittsburgh's four and three. <clears throat> they play Green Bay next week. If you're the Steelers, you win these next two games and go get to six and three going into that back-to-back road spot at Cleveland, at Cincinnati. Yeah. Even if you lose those two games, you're still in reasonable shape with two winnable home games against Arizona and New England after that. This is a pretty important game. If you're holding mm-hmm. a Pittsburgh Steeler nice plus money ticket to make the postseason before the year, you need this one tonight against Tennessee. Yeah, that's a good good point, Jeff. And what you want to look at is obviously look at the current record. Uh, you know, you're looking ahead. You're looking at schedule. And I mean, the trade deadline's behind us now. We knew who yep. did who did participate and who didn't. Um, and so, uh, you know, and again with the with the added team, you know, with seven teams making it, and then look at the divisions. Right? How which divisions are going to have multiple teams? And this is this is a division. The uh, uh, the AFC North that's probably going to have multiple. The question is, you know, how many, right? I mean, we we you can look at certain divisions and say there's going to be one team, right? I mean, NFC South right now. Would you say there's going to be two teams? Eh, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not so sure. AFC East. We'll go stay in the AFC. AFC East. Yes, more likely. Uh, AFC North. Yes. AFC South. No, in all likelihood. AFC West, unless the Chargers get on a on a on a roll, right, Alex? I right. mean, that's so you you're that that's also something that should come into your thinking when you're handicapping uh, with a yes or no for a team to get there. And you're right, Vinny. I I do think we'll have a good game here. And you brought up the trade deadline. Neither of these teams made any moves, mm-hmm. and that I mean that proves the Titans are playing for something because mm-hmm. there were rumors about Hopkins or Derrick Henry. Kept them both. So, you know, I think yeah. it's going to be a, a good fought game. And mm-hmm. we know that the Steelers, it's its really hard to play in Pittsburgh, one oh. of the toughest places. Yep. So I anticipate we have a good matchup here. Total from 36 to 37. Low total. And uh, probably going to need some help from special teams and defenses. <laughs> well, they, well, again, with to Pitts- get to, to, get to with the Pittsburgh over. playing, we know that defense is, yeah. at a bare minimum, Capable of setting up scores. <laughs> They're also capable of scoring Scoring themselves. themselves. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's just one of these where, again, it's too much unknown for me. I, again, Will Levis was amazing last week. And credit sure. to Will yeah. for that performance against Atlanta. It's going to be very hard for him to even come close to that tonight against Pittsburgh. Nothing for me. Did you fire on anything officially or no? Yes, Titans first, first half. half. Just the Titans, first half. Yeah. Just yep. only the first yeah. half. Uh, on Tennessee for Alex, nothing full game, and then Vincenzo and, and company uh, will uh, will need this game not to land Pittsburgh by three. Not to, no Pittsburgh by three. And of course, then you'll have uh, you know in game in game two on Thursday night, right? And Thursday and Monday night in games probably a little bit more than Sunday because you know they're they're standalone games too, so uh, a lot more involvement with uh, from that perspective. And certainly, uh, if you you know if you just want to wait till the second half to see, and of course, Alex, you point out the Steelers make great adjustments. 
Uh, they've made uh, really good, uh, probably one of the better teams uh, in, in making adjustments for the second half as we've seen this year. Yes, we have. Multiple games. I yeah. think all but the, the Texans game, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. They did not play. They, they didn't play that half, did they? they? Did. No, they <laughs> didn't. Yeah. Let's go to college football real quick for tonight. There's three yeah. games. Uh, let's start in the Big 12. I, I took three with TCU. That doesn't exist anymore. Uh, two and a half now, Vinny. Mm -hmm. So yep. it's another one. You're going to need any result but Texas Tech by three tonight against TCU in the battle of two pretty nice-sized underachievers so far this year in the Big 12. Total also bouncing all over the place uh, right now at 59 on this one. Yeah, 59. Pretty high total. Uh, it's come down a little bit since this morning at 59 and a half, 60, depending on where you were. So um, nice positioning, two of the games today, right? The two, the one college game at 4, two at 4.30, and then, of course, uh, we've got the uh, uh, Thursday night football game at 5.15. So it's a nice slate. Uh, and, of course, uh, our our local guests and uh, public will get involved with cross-sport parlays, right? You get some NBA action. You got a good, really good hockey schedule tonight. And, and of course, the Golden Knights are playing tonight, too, so they're going to be involved. Uh, be a little bit more hockey action tonight, uh, particularly uh, by our local clientele here at South Point. So, but uh, to your point, Jeff, uh, Texas Tech opened at three and now down to two and a half. So I'm on the opposite side of Jeff on this one. Oh, I we have balance. We have two-way action at the desk. I oh, love that. Well, this is this is the trend. Whenever it's a Texas Tech game, that's true. You guys are opposite. I, I'm very low on the Red Raiders. Alex is higher on them. So this is not. As soon as I walked in, I said, "Oh, I'm on TCU three. I knew this was coming. <laughs> <laughs> and you said it very nicely. Underachieving. I mean, both of these teams have really been pretty disappointing. But both of them need this game for a chance to be bowl eligible, which ah, is crazy yeah. to even say. But Texas Tech does get Morton back under center. Both of them are coming off a bye week. So I think it will be a good game. I'm just leaning more towards Texas Tech, of course. Yeah. You want to pay attention to that who but that bowl eligibility aspect. Uh, you know, as we, we get we were talking about earlier about, you know, in the NFL, maybe you're talking about, you know, playoff scenarios. Well, uh in college it's uh it's about the bowl bids, right? Yes, it is. You might be giving the teams too much credit for playing a good game tonight. That's all. That's all I'll say. <laughs> this is um, a Baron Morton will be back tonight, though, yes. for Texas Tech. So that is a nice little boost uh, for them. Uh, you brought up the bowl eligibility stuff. Very good point there. TCU, uh, Texas Tech, I think, is cooked. I, I just don't see. They have to go to Lawrence and go to Austin the rest of the way. Mm -hmm. I don't see them winning either of those games. I think they're done regardless, even with a win tonight. But, of course, you hold out hope with a win tonight and maybe you pull an upset uh, next week in Lawrence. TCU, they, they get this game tonight as a small underdog. They're going to be pretty significant underdogs in Fort Worth next week against Texas. Yes. Then they'll be favored at home against Baylor. Mm -hmm. And then they will be a pretty significant underdog in Norman the final week of the season. Correct. So, to me, if we're talking, like, again, Texas Tech is on, bull to me, bull life support to begin with. But TCU needs this one tonight. They win tonight, they are going to go to a bowl because they're not going to blow that game at home to Baylor in all likelihood. Very I don't see point. it. No, I don't see it. Again, that that. But you want to you know take those aspects into account when you're when you're doing your handicap, especially with a, a low number, right? You have you have now less than three involved here, so anything three or less, right, uh, is certainly something that uh, you want to take into account uh, based on that bowl eligibility factor. Let's. Uh, Let's go to the other game in the in Power Five tonight, where Alex 
might have one that could end up in the closing line value hall of fame potentially tonight. Uh, good work regardless of what happens. Thank you. Uh, Wake Forest at Duke. No Riley Leonard. Questions about both, about two offensive linemen, their two best ones, left tackle Graham Barden and right guard Jacob Monk, uh, are both questionable where it sounds like Barden is probably not going to be able to go, who was a first-team uh, ACC lineman at the beginning mm -hmm. of the year. Uh, Alex, I'll give you the floor. So with the, you know, Riley Leonard, he's been questionable a lot the last few weeks. So yep. I took a shot. I grabbed the 12-and-a-half with Wake Forest. It is now down to six and a half jeff made a joke that they're probably going to win by two touchdowns and the line won't even matter but <laughs> i'm feeling good with 12 and a half and we know um for wake they got their quarterback last week and it didn't go great against florida state but i think we see a better performance from him tonight and his offense against duke and this game did go as low as six so i don't know if alex you perhaps laid a little six after taking 12 and a half but uh or folks out there that that so that that threshold you know, again we're, we're when we have a game that runs right you're looking for that that threshold uh, to to get some buyback on it we found it at six so uh, we'll see but I don't anticipate that this is not certainly not going to steamroll back up the way it came down it's also a big total move not much of a shock at all on that as high as forty five to forty and a half yeah on that one tonight again Riley Leonard will not play. Forget the uh, the toe the uh, the ankle of a few weeks ago it was a toe injury that knocked him out last week in Louisville that knocks him out again here tonight. Grayson Loftus will get his first career start tonight for Duke. No word on if Mr. Loftus is just a computer generated name right there or not. <laughs> Grayson Loftus AI AI yes very good Vinny there you go very good all right, all right one more college game actually a pretty good one in the belt. Uh, South Alabama and Troy, 44 and a half the total right now, five and a half Troy laying it. And these are two pretty good, pretty good teams here in the uh, Sun Belt there. Yeah, up and down or down and up, I should say. Uh, six on the opener here at South Point on uh, on Monday morning. Uh, got as low as three and a half and then uh, started to uh, climb back up to, to where we uh, where we sit now at five and a half. So, you know, down the ladder, try to come back up the ladder and vice versa when uh, when you have that kind of activity. Alex, I'm, do you have a play here? No play for no? me in this one. The number was right where I made it. I okay. had Troy minus three and a half. So, and again, let's let's just to, to point out to to uh, uh, you know to to Alex's point here, what professionals like Alex do is they make numbers and compare those numbers to uh, to what to what we post, and so um, anybody out there that's looking to how do you you know what what, what determines that. Well, you you have your power ratings, right, Alex? And then you're you're making adjustments and uh, and you're comparing and following line movement as well. Yep, exactly right, Vinny. After Saturday's games, I go back and adjust and see mm -hmm. how I did, um, see where the game fell, see where the line closed, so mm -hmm. I know how off I am or how cl close I am. Right. And if I'm right on, move on to the next game or adjust as need be. Well done. I wish I had taken the six. That's all. So. Yeah. Wish I had taken the six. Um, uh, you Troy, know, Troy. Troy with a nice win last week at Texas State in a cover as well. You know, game. Jeff. You 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 might you might get that chance again. I don't know. I mean, that was uh, you know that that was the opener. Um, certainly, a better chance for that to occur than the, the than the last game we were talking about, right? Where there was you know a, a six point move. So, 
uh, I don't know. You may, you, you may see it. I want to ask you one yeah. more game before yeah. we let you okay. go, and that's on Sunday morning. Okay. Germany. Yes. Vinny, you'll be up. You'll have a vat of coffee next to you for it. Yeah, I'm going to have a coffee and a big and a big Bavarian Stein. <laughs> <laughs> Chiefs open two and a half. Yes. Uh, as low as one. You guys are now to market low, one and a half here. Right. All I'm going to bring this up, and I'm sure this will come up in conversation on tomorrow's Football Friday show. Miami went to Germany early. Kansas City left Kansas City today. Mm-hmm. You have to imagine that the betters, at least the sharper betters, are paying attention to this. We've already seen this this year. Jacksonville Correct. went early against Atlanta. The Falcons did not. Jacksonville won that game pretty comfortably. The week, yeah. the next week, yeah, Jacksonville was already there. Buffalo didn't leave Buffalo. until Thursday. Yeah, exactly. They looked bad. Yeah. Baltimore left on Monday mm-hmm. for London and was clearly the right side against Tennessee yeah. in that game. So I think there is something to the leaving earlier in the week with a sharper football team potential. No question about it, Jeff. That's uh, that's definitely come into the play here, and I think uh, uh, the uh, uh, the professional handicap again. Well, let's let's also remember that's why we didn't open it th- three uh, to begin with as well, and we were kind of waiting to see exactly which you know when when these teams. That's that's an, th- something we've had to pay attention to in recent years with these European games. Who's leaving? Uh, you know, and the wild card this year with uh, the Jags being there for two straight weeks. Uh, but certainly, uh, I, I think the advantage goes to um, to the Dolphins here, and and maybe it was also for Mahomes in particular to get you know get healthy. Remember last week he uh, you know had the flu right, and it was uh, you know it came out that uh, that there was uh, a, a possibility you know he became questionable on Sunday morning. Um, but again, you know something this this move also reflects what we've seen this year. And we talked about it off air before the uh, before the show today. We need we we need the Chiefs every week, which from our side of the counter, that's not an that's awful okay. thing. Okay, mm-hmm. um, they're, they've been a public team now for quite a number, of, especially under uh, in in the Andy Reid Patrick Mahomes era. Uh, but again, you've got two two terrific teams here: uh, the Dolphins' offense, Chiefs trying to get healthy, uh, and made a couple of moves. Uh, uh, on on the defensive side, and the defense is really what's carried the Chiefs this year, right? I think a lot of people are maybe surprised about that. Uh, it's been their defense that's really uh, uh, carried the load. So, kind of waiting for their offense, particularly the wide receiver core, to to get better. I don't know if it's uh, if it's going to happen in this game. I'm really curious to get your thoughts on this because I know you have not been that high on the Dolphins, especially with the lack of defense that they have shown, especially against the good teams like the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Do you have a I was, prepa- on I was prepared to bet Kansas City, but I'm a little concerned about the travel. Yeah, I, 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 I probably will take a short money line price on the Chiefs, but traveling that late in the week is concerning. And I brought this up, I think I brought it up on Monday with you, Alex, where Patrick Mahomes, for the, that game on Sunday, for the first time, it really looked like, okay, Teams are doubling, tripling Kelsey now. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know where to go with the ball. We've never seen that with him. Now, granted, could it be that he was the flu was really impacting him? It's harder to hydrate at mile high to begin with, even worse when you're mm-hmm. already sick. Maybe. But that we're almost bordering on me making excuses for Mahomes at that point. So I just am curious. All right, Vic Vangio is a great defensive coordinator. Jalen Ramsey is back and made his made his imprint last on the defense week, right? last yeah. week. 
Do they just throw Ramsey and one other guy, double Kelsey, and say, Patrick, throw the ball to Rasheed Rice, throw the ball to Kadarius Toney, throw the ball to Sky Moore, and beat us that way? I just wonder if that's the case where Fangio can do something creative and Miami steals a game that they have not been able to steal yet against a good team. Uh, yeah, right. We, and we, that's the other part of it, right? You're waiting for the uh, for the Dolphins to, to beat a quality opponent, right? Yeah. And so, again, this all those questions are going to be answered. Um, you know, do selfishly do do I wish this was a primetime game? Um, what you're telling me that the single I mean, single window now, at six thirty in the morning the, is not the, the same? Bills, now the Bills and <laughs> Bengals is a, is a great game. Sure or do is. I wish this one was in the afternoon? Yeah, but again. Uh, I've said it all along that that betters adjust and they'll adjust to this one. This one, I, I'm I'm going to say that it'll uh, in all likelihood be the highest handled European game of the year because of the participants. That makes sense. Have you noticed the narrative that they're trying to set up? And did these two play each other last year? No. No, this is the first time Tyreek's playing against the Chiefs. So have yeah. you noticed that it's almost like the media is trying to poke the bear of all week, I've just heard about did he want to leave Kansas City and uh, things sure. like that coming up, yeah. and I'm like, I feel like they're trying to poke the bear a little bit here and see what we get out of Tyreek Hill in this one. Yeah, that's, I mean, does he get double teamed? I mean, although I don't last, know how much it that matters. It didn't stop him. It didn't stop him last year. He just ran, instead of running by one guy, ran, ran by, by two. two. <laughs> so. You know, it's it, it's a really good measuring stick game for both of these. No teams, question for where they're at. Yeah. And an AFC where we this I know I brought up it plenty of times. The fact that the the entire league let the Bengals hang around when they didn't have their stuff and Burrow yeah. wasn't healthy. Yeah. And Cincinnati, I think, is gonna smoke Buffalo on Sunday night and really make a point to say, hey, we are back. And also they match up great with the Bills. Bills mm -hmm. just don't match up well with them. Uh, but really two really good measuring stick games. Sure. With that Cincinnati Buffalo game, it bookended it, right. I yeah, mean, it's, it's, it's nice, which is which is great. So, By the way, Bengals two against Buffalo. Yeah, that game uh, that game did get as high as three yeah. uh, earlier. Um, uh, earlier in the week, so one and a half on the opener, uh, as high as three. Now down to uh, two here at South Point. All right, Vicenza, we're going to let you go back to work. All right, we had Thursday, and I got a couple of things to do. You got a few <laughs> things to do. Vinny Valuable, everyone. When we come back. Alex and I will look again at the Thursday night NFL game and also to looking at this card with a lot of unknowns at quarterback coming this week in the NFL. We talk about it next. Sports by the book. South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas's top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grand View Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss The Dirty at 12.30, our very own free comedy show, every Friday night at 12.30 a.m. in the Grand View Lounge. The Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grandview Lounge. When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner, because you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. 
After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, handed cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza. Welcome back in at Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Barles. Alex White alongside me. We're happy to be with you as always. Frank Nicotero, hashtag punch Frank Nicotero, be with us in about 10 minutes from now. Again, that's all Ryan McCormick over there. Ryan McCormick just trying to be a, a smart Alec, and he got it done with the best hashtag there is in the business uh, on that for sure. Uh, the host of Punchlines, Frank, is here right at this desk here at the South Point Studio, noon. Monday through Friday. All right, Alex, I want to go back to the NFL game tonight. So you're on Tennessee first half. I'm only on Derrick Henry anytime touchdown. Those are the only two bets between the two of us on this one. I, I just want to ask you this with, with Pickett, who looks like he's going to play clearly four days after bruised ribs, is not going to be anywhere near 100%. Just how do you handle that with a short week and a, and a, and a big injury like that, even though the guy's going to try to tough it out and play it? Well, I think that definitely led me to my play with the Titans first half, especially because, I mean, we know we've seen a little inconsistency with Tennessee, but we've seen more consistency with their offense than we have with Pittsburgh, with Pickett. So I think, um, I don't know, that definitely led me there, knowing that I have these big-time players like Derrick Henry. And I like that prop bet, by the way, to score a touchdown. Knowing we have him and Hopkins and seeing how Levis did last week. I, I mean, he has a great arm. So that's, I mean, yeah. Just the, again, the Henry thing is it's, it's chalk. I know people don't like the chalk when we're talking about anytime touchdown bets, but it's a plus money bet, which is rare for Derrick Henry. Anytime touchdown kind of just shows again, lower total makes sense. Why it's a plus money. It's part of the reason that I took it. And also I think you're going to be looking at a game where Levis struggles a yeah. little bit tonight. And I brought this up with Frank earlier in the day. Last year, Tennessee played a Thursday night game in Green Bay. And they torched the Packers. Torched them. In part because Derrick Henry went off. Feeling tackling that guy on three days of rest is not really a fun proposition for anyone. So I, that's part of the reason I like Henry uh, tonight to get into the end zone. All right. Let's, let's go to the NFL card before we uh, get some hockey plays from you. By the way. Alex White, of course, champion of last man standing in college football a year ago. Also, winner of Sports Equinox Parlay 2023. Good work. Thank you. Good work as always. It was the, actually the, the, Bruin, the Bruins were the only one that was really a sweat. Yeah, it was too. And that was the first game. So I was like, oh, it's going to ruin my parlay right away. They got it done in overtime. So 
push through the rest of the night. And uh, a rare, rare good hockey advice from me to wait for an in-game total on the Kraken and the Lightning. And, and, rare, and it worked on. to perfection, yes, it actually, did. which uh, rarity, rarity that I actually give out anything that's uh, coherent on hockey. Uh, but uh, going to the NFL this week, Alex, we talked about it a little bit on Monday where we have all these new faces at quarterback this week. Uh, Atlanta, like for that game, Ty Taylor, Hen uh, Taylor Heineke is going to start for the Falcons. Jaron Hall makes his NFL first career start. The BYU product, fourth-round pick for the Vikings. We'll start in that one. Arizona, we might see Clayton Toon. It could be Kyler Murray also, which would be quite the turn of events if we see Kyler this week. And then, I mean, Brett Rippon could be starting for the Rams. Uh, we know Aiden O'Connell is starting for the Raiders this week. We know Tyson Bajant is starting again for Chicago. Oh, and by the way, I didn't even mention the guys who we knew were already going to start this week, and Mac Jones and Zach Wilson, who are not good starters either. It is a very, very tough week because, oh, and P.J. Walker is a backup who's starting this week as well. Very difficult this week in the NFL because of all the, the uh, variety at quarterback due to injuries and whatever else. It really is, and I think I leaned more to totals because of that reason and a couple unders that I like a lot that, you know, we'll get to on Sunday, but... The Falcons, does that make you lean towards them more? Yes. <laughs> Didn't you, you don't even have to get the sentence out. I, I, we, we have talked about this the whole year with them. Yes. Just get, and and it's, and it's I know they lost on, on Sunday against the Titans, but Heineke comes in and they look like an NFL offense right away. They look like, all right, they score 20 points in the second half. Right. They score on every drive in the second half, but one. And again, we know at some point Heineke's going to blow up. We know this. Like, probably if he's still the starter five weeks from now, whoever they play, I think they play the Jets actually in five weeks. So that sounds good to me. He'll blow up in that game. But for the short term, when you're trying to get your team some energy, actually run a real NFL offense, yeah, you know what? Against a mediocre defense like Minnesota, only having to lay four, I don't mind that with, with Heineke. I also think if you want to go off the board this week in Survivor, you could take Atlanta this wow. week. You go off the board with that. Uh, if you don't want to take the two, one of the two obvious ones this week, which are Cleveland against Arizona and New Orleans against the Bears. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. They are going against the Vikings with a quarterback that we have not seen at all yet. And the Falcons defense has been very good this year. That does lead me. I skipped this. You know, we've been talking about the game tonight, but were you shocked that they didn't do anything with Ryan Tannehill? It leads me to believe he's not healthy. That that's all it is, that he's not close to coming back. If he was close to coming back, yeah, I think someone would have given it. I, Cleveland probably would have been the one because we saw Minnesota trade for Dobbs. Right. Cleveland probably would have been the one that say, you know what? We don't know when Deshaun Watson's coming back. That whole situation's like that. all messy anyway. But that lead, makes me believe that Ryan Tannehill, like we're not going to see him again anyway because Levis, I think, just off that one start, hey, we're starting him the rest of the year. Let's see what he, we have. We're definitely we, – we're not seeing Tannehill, even if we were on another team. I think there's something more going on with that ankle than we realize. I think you're probably right. And I have to say, we talked about Minnesota being pass-heavy and how I was questioning you. I'm like, I don't know how Tannehill's going to fit into that offense. I think Dobbs is a, was a great choice for them. I'm, I'm excited to see how that plays out. I mean, he's, he gave that Arizona team life. He really did for the last seven weeks. I know they're one in six, but, I mean, he made them competitive. Everyone already crossed them off, had them as the worst team in the league, and they actually, uh, they weren't. They hung in, hung in there. 
I want to go to another game. We haven't mentioned it yet. It's a gigantic one in the NFC. Okay. Philadelphia and Dallas. Eagles, in all honesty, you win this game. It is going to be very hard for anyone but the Lions to realistically make a push for the number one seed. And I don't think Detroit's good enough to catch Philadelphia as it is anyway. Alex, Eagles are three-point favorites in this one with a total of 46 and a half behind us, rest of the board, 47. I don't have a play in this one. This is the only one that I really don't have a feel for either. Okay. Like, I'm on the opposite side of you. I'm, I'm going to be backing the Bills right. against the Bengals this week. Um, leaned a little bit to Miami, especially with the travel news. So I have a little feel for these, you know, really good matchups that we have. This one, I have no idea. And I know Dak Prescott, he has beaten the Eagles, what, three times? last times he played them so i want to lean there with the cowboys but i am i'm nervous about going against the eagles this is a spot for philadelphia where you look at the way that the nfc has played out the niners have lost three in a row they're vulnerable right now they're on a bye this week they get jacksonville out of it it could very easily be four after they go to jacksonville next week philadelphia begins a stretch that is one of the most obscene stretches I have ever seen in league history for the schedule. Cowboys this week, they have a bye next week. They'll win that, right, Frank? They'll, they'll win the bye week. Anyone? Yeah, see, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Frank DeCatero at studio, he'll be with us in a few moments. Uh, the Eagles are in Kansas City after the bye on a Monday night. Then they host Buffalo. Oh. Then they host the 49ers. Then they go to Dallas. Then they go to the, the Seahawks. If you include that game two weeks ago against Miami, other than that game against Washington last week, where the commanders played them fairly tough for whatever reason. Of course. This is insanity, this stretch that Philadelphia is on. If they go through this stretch, the next six games at four and two, they're getting the one seed in the NFC. And this is kind of as ridiculous as it may seem. I would argue the game against Buffalo is the easiest of the games because I'm lower on the bills than I seemingly the entire market is. But it's a home game in division against a team that you've played great in your own building over the years. It's kind of one of those where if you're going to get the one seed, you win this game against Dallas and you cover the three. Absolutely. And you know what? Thinking about the Eagles, I don't know what we're calling it. The, brother, the brotherly the, shove? The brotherly shove. <laughs> is that what we're calling that it over or the, here? That or the, uh, or, or the took us push. Okay. Would be the only two things that I'll, I'll call it. By. Okay. So we saw in the last game they had an answer for it, right? Um, they finally got shut down and then they did a little. But then they did the variation, which was oh, even better for everybody. It was. <laughs> it was great. So, I mean, they are a very dangerous team, I think, from top to bottom. So, But, I mean, how Dallas played last week, I know it was against the Rams. And I know the Rams have been very inconsistent, but they looked really good. So if we can have that team show up, then I think they have a shot here. Anything else on the NFL card we need to look at this week, Alex? Because Seattle-Baltimore is a really good game as well. We're yes, getting to the is. point where getting six with Seattle feels like a lot. But Baltimore has been, other than that game where they had no players, Against Indianapolis, they've been awesome at home this year. Yep. Uh, Chargers and Jets on a Monday night. And then a whole bunch of blah, the rest of the card, in all honesty. So looking at that Germany game, I was looking at the over here. Does it make you nervous with the information of the Chiefs traveling late? Maybe them having a slow start? 
to go over. I mean, it's pretty high. It's 50 and 50 is 50 right now. There is some 51 out there as well. So make sure if you like the over, make sure you get one of the 50s behind us where you can get one. Uh, But, you know, Alex, you're dealing with Miami's defense that isn't particularly good. Mm -hmm. The only concern that I have is what happens at the Chiefs show here? And the Chiefs defense has been great. That was not their fault last week. They lost that game to Denver. They played pretty darn well. Uh, They just kept getting put behind the eight ball because Kansas City kept turning it over. I... 51, I kind of like under, kind of like an under at 51. At 50 would be the similar sort of thing. Granted, I lose my 27-24 out, which feels like a very plausible final score in this game. Yes, it does. And, you know, that defense, you're right. They did do pretty good, but they did give up more points than we're used to seeing to that Denver's offense. So I'm thinking if the Dolphins get ahead early, we know Patrick Mahomes does have it in him. To bring them back and could end up having a shootout here. So leaning towards the over, haven't made an official play yet, but wanted to get your take on it. Yeah, I right now I lean Kansas City, but a little more tepid with the news of the travel late in the game. All right, before we bring our guy Frank on, hockey tonight. Hockey tonight. Where okay. are we going? So got to give everybody what they want, and that is an overplay. So there we I've go. got Florida and Detroit over six and a half. Love this one. We all know how the Red Wings have been playing, how they've started this this season. They are seven and three to the over in their first ten, and then they've they've got a guy, Alex uh, Debrinket. He is leading the league in goals. And then on the flip side, we know Florida can score. And Sam Reinhart, he has eight goals on the season. So thought there was value there. I made it a above seven to say the least. So going over in that one. Then there's two unders I like. Um, Nashville, Seattle, under six. I grabbed that. I believe it is down to five and a half. You can find the find the six. Take the six. Um, both these teams, you know, they're kind of average in both offense and defense. Um, haven't been putting up too many goals. Kraken are averaging 2.4 goals a game, and they are seven and three to the under. Slow start for them. A little disappointing after their their year last year. Um, last but not least, Islanders and Capitals under five and a half. This is actually my favorite under here. I made it 4.8. So we've got two good goalies. The Caps are six and two to the under and five and oh to the under at home. The Islanders five and three to the under. Uh, Sorokin will be a net for New York. He is three and one to the under in his last four. I really like him. And, um, we know how good Darcy Kepper is. You know, he did win a Stanley Cup with the Avs in 2022. He will be in net for the Capitals. He is 4-0 to the under in his last four. There we go. Alex's hockey plays here tonight. Uh, there is also a slate of NBA games as well on the card. Four of them. Nothing for me. I, nothing for you, right? No, nothing for me. I thought the lines were pretty, looked pretty right. I didn't see any uh, dogs I wanted to take and totals. Totals are very hard for me in NBA. Yeah, uh, Phoenix gets a second crack at San Antonio after whatever that was at the end of the game on Tuesday night where the Spurs with that epic comeback to steal that one uh, from the Suns. Nine and a half point favorites tonight. Phoenix at home against San Antonio. Orlando, two on the road against Utah. New Orleans, four against Detroit at home. And then Philadelphia, seven and a half against Toronto later tonight in the association. All right, we're going to bring them on. The host of Punchlines, our guy Frank Nicotero, joins us next as we wrap things up here on Sports by the Buck. 
South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas's top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grand View Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss The Dirty at 12.30, our very own free comedy show, every Friday night at 12.30 a.m. in the Grand View Lounge. The Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grand View Lounge. When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner, because you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, hand-dipped cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted Best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza. Welcome back in. It's Sports by the Book. That is the South Point Sportsbook. There's three of us in here now. I'm Jeff Parles. Alex White is here. And Frank Nicotero. What's happening? Is here, the host of Punchline. <laughs> Which you were on today. I feel like I haven't seen you in two hours. It's, uh, it's been a hearty uh, two hours. Yes, it has been. Or, excuse me, three hours. Three, it was three hours ago. Three hours ago. Again, Ryan will tell you. I, I somehow... Time is escaping me when I do this show. I, I, the, I, I was trying to figure out how many minutes, and my brain didn't want to do three. 180? 180. 180 minutes. See, there we go. See, there's the street smart. That, I, there. I, yeah, I'm yeah. good with numbers. You throw a variable like algebra and geometry, I was no good at. But I was the youngest member of the Valley View Grade School Multiplication Club. You had to Whoa. know You had to know all wow. the way up to the 12 times 12, which is 144. So I still, I can, I, I've always been good with numbers. I think it's because I studied baseball cards a lot. Like in 1977, Rod Carew hit 388. I remember these things, but if you asked me what I ate for lunch yesterday, I'd, I honestly don't know. But I, it's numbers. I'm a good numbers guy. It's very... How does one get in the multiplication club? You know what? It was... Um, <laughs> I was so young. And my sister... I think my sister was trying to get in. My sister was four years older. So I, I looked at that as motivation. So I memorized all the, the, all the way up through 12 times 12, which is 144. Which is also a gross, I believe, is it not? Yeah. And uh, I went in to take the test, and it was usually reserved for, I think, fourth graders and up or something. But I, I got it. I think I did it in second or third grade. And it's been all downhill since. My academic <laughs> career, it was all downhill after that. But I got straight ones. And except for I got, I would get ones were like A's at this school, but I would get a three all the time. And that was penmanship. Can't read my writing. My writing is the worst. Should have been a doctor. 
can't write. I can't write. I can't even read. I'll come down with notes. This is why I've switched to printing out my notes because I'll look at when I first couple weeks of doing punchlines, I'd look down and I go, hey, here's another thing I want to talk about. No clue. So I, I'm moving. <laughs> Ryan knows. So yeah, I'm technologically moving and I can't see it. Let me put my glasses on. This makes me look even smarter. 12 times 11, 132. Very impressive. <laughs> Speaking of punchlines, I think your show is fantastic. Oh, I thanks. enjoy watching it. How how is it going for you? It's been great. You're coming on tomorrow. I will be. Well, there we had we had a baseball uh, bonanza this week because mm -hmm. a buddy of mine who I met when he was playing with Pittsburgh when I lived there. That's where I started. And uh, or I started. I was born. It's called birth. Where I was where I was hatched. Where I started this thing <laughs> called life. Um, I met Denny in Pittsburgh. We became friends, and he brought in Tom Glavin. So it was cool to have a Hall of Famer, you know, videoing in on Halloween. And we had uh, Marty Cordova, who went to Bishop Gorman, I believe, which is Ryan's school. Did he go to Bishop Gorman, Ryan? Oh, that's your rival school. And where did you go, Alex? I went to Bishop Gorman. She went to Bishop your, your megaphone used to be in here. Is it still here? <laughs> No, oh, that's the vacuum. Anyway, uh, Marty Cordova, and then we had, uh, he brought in Greg Vaughn, who, uh, you know, two-time All-Star, who lives here in Vegas, and promised to give away a bottle of wine. I don't know who's going to get the bottle of wine, but... You didn't stash it for yourself? You know what? I didn't, because I like to give to the viewers. I like okay. to give to the subscribers and the viewers. But uh, yeah, it was a fun week, and we've been having a goofy time. You know, we, we do some silly bits, we do some jokes, and then we talk some, you know, get some sports people in and get some numbers in there, and then we have people with credibility like yourself and, and Jeff over there that come in and try to give some winners. And I think overall, we've been, we've been doing really well. And of course, Mr. Uh, Ryan McCormick with his Rangers future bet paying off. So Good for McCormick. Over yeah, there. I know. He's got, he's got like six or 700 bucks coming as well. What was it, 650? 651. Don't, don't blow it all at the tables, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he won't. He's saving it, I think, for a baby shower this weekend, he said, right? Oh, there we go. Into a Daniel Bellinger touchdown. Wait, here, who's right? Daniel Bellinger? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, the guy you went to high school also, with? Also wow. Ryan McCormick's friend. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. You know, don't bet on your friends, and I can say that now that Denny <laughs> Nagel's not here, because I used to bet Denny. You know, I'll tell you a quick story about Denny. I, he was playing the Dodgers. He was in town with the Braves. And I was playing at the Laugh Factory right on Sunset. And I knew his wife. And him and his wife were going to come down, and he was going to bring some players with him. So they come, and he has Kevin Millwood, who was a, a good, good, course, good pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he brought, uh, I think Chipper was there. It was Chipper, I think, that night, too. And then a young lefty southpaw reliever named John Rocker was with him. Oh, who, boy. Yeah, John Rocker, who, oh if boy. you're not familiar, yeah. can Google him after the show. But he ended up saying some things he shouldn't on, a, on an interview. That was a little crazy. But they came down to the Laugh Factory. And then we went over to a bar called Dublin's which I think made the Jay-Z song Dublin, Bubbling at Dublin's. Ryan, can you check? Ryan, you're down with the, the rap. You know the gangster rap in California. Anyway, uh, so Denny, we're having a few drinks, and Denny's not drinking because he has to pitch against the Dodgers. He said, Frank, I'm leaving. I said, what are you doing? It's only like 10. He said, I got to pitch. And he goes, I'm looking at these guys. You know, So I'm probably going to have to pitch a shutout tomorrow. So I was out late. I wake up. I didn't even see the Dodgers score. The Braves lost one nothing. He was right. He goes, because they were out. He goes, the last night of a road trip, everyone goes out. So he goes, I, I'll see like Chipper, like go to swing and go, oh God, I'm in trouble. So he lost one nothing. He pitched like seven or eight scoreless, but that's why he left early. He's like, I got to focus, but the other guys kept going. So see, you're to blame for a one, I was to blame. A, a one nothing. <laughs> I, a lot of people who might've been watching the game might be able to track down that date. It was, uh, uh, whenever John Rocker was a rookie and it was in the summer and Nagel pitched on a Sunday and the Dodgers won. I think one nothing. We'll check baseball reference, but and he said he has a bad memory. That was pretty I good. Mean, I, I mean, was, but, it, but numbers. It, 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 it has to be. Rocker was what a, a rookie in '97. That sounds about right. It was late '90s. He, was he wasn't on the '96 team. Okay. 
That uh, sounds right. 97, 98. 98, he was a Okay. Rookie. So, I'll, you know what? Here we go. We'll, yeah, I'll take look, a look. We'll look that up. Uh, John Rocker did not make it long in the league because of those comments, which yeah. were not good. Was it, on, was it in Sports Illustrated, yes. I think? Yes. Yeah, he talked yeah, about the subway and all yeah, the... Yeah, some really bad stuff. About yeah, New as York. a New Yorker, you yeah. know, yeah. While he's looking that up, um, how do you feel about the game tonight? Are you feeling confident I'm, about the Steelers? I'm wearing... This is a good luck pi uh, Pirates. Good luck Steelers shirt. <laughs> Pittsburgh shirt. I feel good. Um, they don't lose at home. They don't lose. They're not going to lose two in a row at home. Now this is a stretch. And Jeff and I talked about this last week. You know, they lost last week, uh, to Jacksonville. Jacksonville always beats us. Now we have Tennessee. We have green Bay following Sunday. They need to go two and one. I wanted, wanted them to go three and oh, obviously, but I think two and one's good. Uh, Kenny Pickett. I heard you guys talking about Will. That was Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is six and oh in primetime games. Okay. He hasn't lost a primetime game. The lights will be on tonight. What's that? Against the spread. Come on. Who cares? No, no, no. He lost one. But yeah, against the spread, he's 6-0. Thank you. He's 6-0. And Tomlin, 23-5. and And that's straight up, I believe, right? Against rookie quarterbacks. Yes, so, the, right. yeah. So, Tomlin, I was there. Actually, I'm going to date myself. But I was there when John Elway made his debut in 83. I was a, I was a pup. Hey, Ryan, how old were you in 83? <laughs> His parents were eight. That's always lovely. Yeah, I know. Uh, Alex with her mouth agape. Um, I saw John Elway's first game at Three Rivers. Steelers defense tormented him. Obviously, that was that was that was an old still. But um, the Steelers have always played well against rookie quarterbacks. So tonight, Will Levis he had four touchdown passes. Yeah, yeah. But the guy's a jerk. Let's talk about it. This is why he fell down on the drop board. No one likes him. Now he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Are you aware of this? Yeah, yeah. This is so gross. Well, yeah. you know, you don't like the mayonnaise and the bananas in the coffee, or the, it's mayonnaise. In the coffee and mayonnaise with bananas. This is this. And he eats the skin this of the banana. Not. And he eats too. the skin of the banana? Yeah. Yeah. This man will not win on a Thursday night football game. <laughs> There's no way you eat that diet and you win. on th In Pittsburgh, on national TV, they're going to play Renegade at the start of the fourth quarter. Steelers win 27-14. Whoa. No, so, safety. 29-14. Okay, forget it. It's already over anyway, Frank. You don't even need the <laughs> I know. safety. I'm going over. The Steelers <laughs> might go. This might be the first time that Matt Canada offense gets over 400 yards. Every team has done it, I think, a minimum of four times. Yeah, and they haven't done it since the pandemic. It's season. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So tonight's the night. Uh, oh, look at those. Look at those uniforms they're wearing, though. Uh, the, oh, uh, the nice little warm-up there. Those George Tennessee's. Pickens getting ready to go. Yeah. They're in Pittsburgh right now. By the way, I found the game you were talking about. Yeah, you did. I found it. Okay, you're the I man. Found it. August 16th, 1998. Okay. It was actually a night game. It was a Sunday night baseball. That's game. why I think that that's right. Yeah. He he wanted to be home to rest all Sunday, too. So, so it's 507 local time. Okay. That's low. Yeah, right. Dodgers win one nothing. Braves get two hit. And again, this is <laughs> Chipper Jones yes. and, and and the big cat Andres Galarraga. Oh my Ryan god. Go and rookie and young Andrew Jones. Like we're talking Jeez. about a really good team getting two hit. Uh, by Darren Dreyford. Darren, Darren Dreyford. To, to, to the uh, LSU to, guy, I think. So the only run in that game was scored in the eighth inning. <laughs> and Danny gave up a solo home run to, of all people, Eric Young Sr. Oh, wow. Who had no power whatsoever. Yeah. He was a base steal. Yes. And Eric Young Sr. took him deep for the game's only run. That's, and Denny won eight innings. Denny had a complete game loss. He had a complete game. game loss. That's yeah. what I'm telling you. And somehow I think we can. I, I, this is what he said. He said, I got to get out of here. I know these guys. Um, he would say, you know, like he goes, he would see him in the first inning. He'd see like Chipper swings. and He'd be like, I'm screwed. I got to pitch a shutout. And he, he did pitch almost a almost, shutout. Almost. And he lost. I can't believe you tracked that down. Well, no, no, well done. You know what? That was the, the rocker rookie year. Helped yeah. me. That gave, got me, got me to 1998. And there you I go. Find the road trip in LA. And My there we God. go. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, that's that's crazy. Ninety eight, so that was twenty five years ago. Wow. 
Yeah, 25 years ago. And how old were you then, Alex or Ryan? No, we yeah. don't want to know. Um, yeah. I was, I was five. You were five? I was five. Jesus, I feel like Vinny. Ryan, Ryan wasn't born yet. Sean and Jerry, the Jerry they weren't born. And uh, we, if, if, I, if I asked Vinny how old he was in right. 1998, he would scold me. Right. Okay. We won't do that. So we won't do that. He's not here anyway. Yeah. But we, know, we do know we had that one bit where we had him betting on the 1887 baseball championship. <laughs> and we had a picture of a little baby. Like with taffy and drinking sarsaparilla, and we put Vinny's face on it. Ooh, sarsaparilla! There you sarsaparilla, go. Sarsaparilla, yeah, wow. yeah. Well, I watched Deadwood too, so I remember that. Um, but yeah, I like the Steelers tonight. I think is it three? Is it still? Is it holding? It's still three. Still, still at three. three. Mm. What do you think about the total? Thirty-seven. Yeah, is that? Oh, it went up. It's, it was thirty-six and a half. I think. Oh, some late money coming in on the over. The weather's nice. I've seen pictures of my friends on Facebook already. It looks like it's a a mild night. I don't think temperature or weather is going to be a factor. I mean, that is just so insane for an over to be 36. But I know these these Amazon games, these Thursday night, call them Amazon games. <laughs> these Thursday night games, the unders have been the norm, right? So I, I, it, it might have something to do with the players are still sore. They're still tired from Sunday. Uh, I don't know. I, I My prediction, though, I, I'm taking a safety somewhere. I went 29-14, so that's 43 points. Yeah, I guess the over. I lean um, to the under a little bit here. I, everyone. Well, you know, Chris Andrews, our beloved News, uh, sports, news director, sports director, sports book director. I was in there last Sunday. You know, he's got that. He's got, uh, he's got, the, great, he's got right. the greatest, it's greatest the, setup. Back it's there. the best setup. So yeah. I went down there and I'm watching. There's eight games going on and I'm rooting. I'm rooting. He's like, who are you rooting for? I'm like, I'm rooting for points. He goes, you know, Frank, you're allowed to bet unders. <laughs> 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 it was the greatest thing. I'm like, I know, but I have over in the KC game because it's Kansas City. They're supposed to go over. I didn't go over. Uh, they scored nine points. They lost to Denver or whatever. Was it nine? They, they had like nine. nine yeah, nine, nine points. Nine. Yep. That's what happens when I bet KC. So I'll lay off of them for all you Chiefs fan in, in, in the Germany game. Uh, although I think they're going to be tired. We talked about it. They traveled yep. Travel today. They're traveling tomorrow. They're still. Don't you think right now this panic is setting in when they're hearing all these news outlets saying, why are they still, they haven't gone on a plane yet. Then maybe they're like, well, we should take a red eye. I don't know. I don't know. I'd get over to Germany. Oh, I would too. It takes me a long time to adjust, you know, that yeah. jet lag and stuff. I would not want to yeah. be in that When I go upstairs into the room, I get you. That's how I missed last week's show. But well, it was the didn't, equinox. You didn't, you didn't miss it because I know, they didn't I even know. remind you I know, of, I know. of the spot. <laughs> they just... I ran in and, on our part. I ran also. in in a panic thinking I missed it and everyone was laughing. They're like, the show was over an hour ago, idiot. Um, but um, we had the equinox. Yeah, when you have an equinox, you, know, you don't need we, me. We, we were good. We uh, we appreciate you being here, though. Today. Yeah, the Steelers win tonight. They're not going to lose two in a row at home in five days. Does Ryan have There's a Houston no Oilers shirt ready for you? Oh, just in you case? son of a... Although, you know what? If I had to wear any non-Steeler football jersey, it would be... Either the Chargers, Baby Blues, or the Oilers. I got, I got to find the. Uh, I, I had Chargers, a Baby Blues. Oh, uh, the Baby Blues were talked about it all baseball too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I had a, I when I was uh, when I was in middle school and like just hoarding NFL jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back in the day, I had one of those like throwback Tennessee Titan, Houston Oiler, Chris right. Johnson, CJ, Chris John, the fat two thousand yeah. yards, CJ two K. Yeah, he was uh, fat. I gotta find that for you, Frank. If they if they uh, lose if they lose tonight, I'll bring it in. You can wear it on the show tomorrow. Without Ryan, are we doing this or not? Is this happening, Jeff's? I have to find it. If, if he it, finds it, there, there's a there there is a more than seventy percent chance it is either in the garbage or in New Jersey. <laughs> So, Which is the same. Yeah. Oh, come on! <laughs> on that note, I'm from Pittsburgh. On that <laughs> note, on that note, we're not going to let Frank get away with that. <laughs> Frank, uh, tell everyone again where to find the show. Yeah, well, we're at the show and everything. High noon in the desert, man. It's like high a showdown. It's like a showdown with an old cowboy movie. We're at high noon, noon to one tomorrow. Alex will be on the show, and uh, we have a guy who's a former anchor here in Vegas. 
Um, and he's now in Kansas City, so we're going to talk about the Chiefs a lot. We'll talk about Kansas City. His name is Dennis. That's his name, Dennis. <laughs> Ryan, De Dennis Evans. Let's go with Dennis Evans. Dennis Evans. <laughs> Dennis Evans will be. It's the first time on the show, so I just call him DE. We just call him Dennis, basically. Yeah. So Dennis, Dennis Evans will be here, and Alex is gonna is gonna be here tomorrow to give us some winners for the weekend. Yep. Looking be excited on the look lookout. The appetizer for tomorrow's. Two hours sports by the book wow. tomorrow with Chris Andrews, Vinny Maliul, and myself a football Friday. But of course, noon, high noon in the Please. desert. Frank yep. Nicotero and Alex White tomorrow on Punchlines. Frank, always a pleasure. I still like you, even with the New Jersey. Show. <laughs> even though I will tell you, I kind of walked right in. Yeah, you did. You said yeah. You put it on a T, and I just right on a T, just too easy. I was Corey Seager, and I took it deep. in the end. Um, Alex. <laughs> Good luck on all the bets you have tonight. Hopefully uh, that uh, Wake Forest bet is not in the closing line yes. value hall of fame yes. at the end of the night. Uh, just who's, who's, by, who's by 10 Wake Forest? Please, please. Make, make, out, uh, make everyone feel good about that plus 12 from earlier in the week. For Alex White, <laughs> for Frank Nicotero, for the crew, Jerry, Ryan, Sean, doing great work as always. For Vicenzo, who was in earlier as well, I'm Jeff Parles. We'll see you tomorrow on this show. Also coming up in one hour's time. The Breeders' Cup special right here where you're watching on YouTube right here in the studio. Ralph Sirocco, John Lindo, Dwayne Colucci, and maybe some more guests. Mm -hmm. Looking at you, Vincenzo, coming up potentially <laughs> on the Breeders' Cup special one hour from now. We'll see you again tomorrow on Sports by the Book.